Good morning, good evening, and good afternoon to all the listeners around the world. I'm your host, Patrick, and this is Forever Conscious. So, welcome back to another show. This is your your your, your favorite host, Patrick, and this is Forever Conscious. We're back at another episode of uh, the Christmas calendar, you know, and it's the 10th of December. And as usual, we're going to go through the years, what happened on this day uh, in history. And if you like this uh, theme, you know, just comment, leave a voice message uh, if you like this type of uh, idea. Uh, anyway, uh, we're going to start with uh, Emily Dickinson. It's an American poet. A lot of people read about her in school. Uh, she was born uh, December the 10th, 9, 1830 in uh, Massachusetts. Okay, there you go. And then we have uh, 1768. Uh, it's a long way back. In Encyclopedia Britannica, first published. Uh, okay, uh, the first part of the first edition of the Encyclopedia Britannica, the oldest uh, continuously published and re- re- revised work in the English language, was published and uh, advertised for sale in Edinburgh on this day in. 1768. Okay, okay. Um, moving on. More events on this day. We have uh, 2007, we have an Argentinian politician, Cristina Fernandez, was sworn into office as Argentina's first female elected president. She succeeded her, her husband's uh, Nestor. Okay. Uh, then we have 2006, we have a, a, a Chilean general, Augusto uh, Pinochet, Pin, uh, Pin, uh, whose uh, uh, dictatorial region uh, um, between 1974 to ni- uh, 1990 in Chile was marked by the murder and torture of politics. Uh, poli- Political opponents uh, died while f- uh, facing charges of human rights abuse. Okay. And then we have uh, an, an American comedian, an actor, Richard Pryor. I don't know if, uh, I don't think a lot of young people know about Richard Pryor, but who revolutionized comedy, comedy with his frank and controversial style, died at the age of 65, 2005, 10th of December. And he was, uh, well, he's an old uh, comedian. You know, he's also with other famous uh, comedians doing movies and all that, not just only stand-up. I've seen some of it, you know, and, he, you know, it's. It, uh, I have to say, you know, that uh, when you go back, you see that uh, comedy has changed through the decades. It, it, it's not a question about it, you know, the, the style of comedy and the way you like introduce it and how it's been uh, uh, mushed in, you know, pushed into other genres and all that, you know. Uh, when you see Richard Pryor, you see how how it was back then, 
and how the way that they they used comedy and how how funny it was uh you know so moving on another uh famous uh figure i think i've thought of in another episode i cannot remember which episode now but i've I've talked about him before in 1996 we have a south african president nelson mandela signed a new constitution that was completed and transitioned from a long period of white minority rule apartheid to full-fledged democracy so uh what I've seen from also when it comes to Nelson Mandela, there's some people that have this sort of, uh, what do you call it, uh, Mandela effect. It seems that some people, you know, have the memory of that Man- Nelson Mandela actually died in prison. And for some reason, I also thought, you know, that that was the case until I saw other things, you know, was like, what is this? Well, how come he st- he will still? I thought he died in prison. So that's that's kind of interesting. That's that's another topic for I think another episode when it comes to Mandela effect. But um, yeah, so we move on. Uh, the next year is 1982. A treaty uh, codifying the law of the sea was signed by 117 countries. Hmm. The law of the sea. Okay. Interesting. Uh, moving on, uh, this is a famous uh, uh, singer-songwriter. Uh, my father, he, he really likes uh, uh, this uh, singer-songwriter. There is one song that me and my father share uh, that we both really like. Uh, and this is from, from this American singer-songwriter. Um, his, his name is Otis Redding. Uh, who was one of the greatest soul stylists of the 1960s, died in an airplane crash, unfortunately. Uh, and and uh, yeah, um, on the 10th of December, 1967. So, uh, well, the, the, the song that uh, I like with Otis Redding is um i have to bring it up uh, yeah it's called uh the dock of the bay the dock of the bay that's my favorite song with otis redding and also <clears throat> my father's favorite song so um it's for sure something, you know, 90, 1960s music is different from today. And I, I, I really like that music also. You know, it's it's something that's more organic, more uh, real, more authentic with it. And it's, it's, it's uh, you cannot compare it from today. You can compare it because it's better in that way. It's real, you know, it's, it's original. It's not auto-tunes <laughs> and all that crap. So, you know, back then you really had to, you were, you really needed to be able to sing, you know, there was no faking it. It was all real. So, no, no, I have to say it, you know, uh, yeah. So 
but this that that's also for another episode, I guess. Going through the 1960s mu- mu- music era. Uh, following uh, another year, we have moving on to 1962. We have a British historical film, Lawrence of Arabia, which was directed by David Lean and star uh, star starred uh, Peter O'Tolley as T E. T.E. Lawrence uh, had it, its world premiere. It became one of the most celebrated epics in the history of cinema. So this is a movie uh, I'd have to check up myself also. Uh, Lawrence of Arabia. Interesting. Um, this is also one thing that is going to be for another topic, another episode, because uh, lately I've myself been watching older movies uh, going back to the classics to see, you know, there's so many epic movies from uh, the past history of cinema that we I haven't seen myself. So, and they're, they're you know, I enjoy very much looking at them. Um, so, uh, anyway, moving on to 1948, we have a General Assembly of the United Nations adopted the Universal Declaration of Human Rights. And then we have 1909, we have a Swedish author, Selma Lagerlöf, became the first woman to receive the Nobel Prize of Literature, cited for the lofty idealism, uh, vivid imagination, and spiritual uh, perception that characterized her writings. So, yeah, that was 1909. Uh, then we have 1901. The first Nobel Prize were uh, uh, distributed, marketed with the fifth anniversary of the death of the Swedish industrialist Alfred Nobel, the inventor of dynamite who founded and uh, endowed the award through his will. So then we have at 1898, the representation of Spain and the United States signed the Treaty of Paris concluding the Spanish-American War. And then we have uh, 1884, the American author Mark Twain classic novel Adventure of uh, Hickleberry Finn was first published, uh, appearing in the United Kingdom and Canada. It was released in the United States the following year. And then we have at the year 1851, the American librarian Melvin Devue. Uh, who uh, devised the debut the symbol classification for liberal library cataloging and was largely responsible for the development of library science in the United States was born. Okay, so there's a science behind library. Hmm, I'll be damned. Okay, I see. Anyway, um, we're going to move on to 1815. We have... An English mathematician, uh, Ada Lovelace, uh, who was called the first computer programmer, was born. Interesting. We have a human being who was called the first computer programmer. She was born at 1815, 10th of December. So that's... that's Okay, she was really good at this when it comes to the mathematical equations. Uh, interesting, interesting. Okay, moving on, we have at uh, the year 1508, Pope Julius II, the Holy Roman Empire, Maximilian, Maximilian the, uh, the first Louis, 
uh, the the 12th of France and uh, Ferdinand uh, the second of uh, Aragon uh, formed the League of Cambria. Okay. Hmm. Interesting. Then we have uh, uh, at ten the year ten forty one. Uh, Michael uh, Kalpafet uh, ascended to the throne of the uh, Di- uh, Dysanity Empire following the death of Michael the Sixth. No, yeah, huh? Interesting, interesting, interesting. That was way back. Mm-hmm. Dusantian Empire. Hmm. Okay. Well, I guess that was all for for. Uh, I think we have one more, maybe. Uh, at the year nineteen eighty, tenth of December, mounting tensions between Jordan and Syria began to abate when both countries agreed to begin withdrawing troops from the border, separating their two countries. The difference between the two nations was highlighted in a late November when Syria dispatched tanks and troops to the border area. Jordan quickly responded and began to step up preparations for war through both, through both, the, uh, through both our Arab nations, Syria, refused to support Iraq in its war with Iran because of long-standing enmities. Okay. Yeah. Um, well, I don't think we have anything more. Uh, no. I think that it. I think that is it for now. For this this episode, uh, this day in history, uh, 10th of December. I hope you enjoyed it. Uh, Stay tuned for more. Uh, We will continue to do this uh, until the 24th of December. So we have two more weeks of doing this. Hope you enjoy it. Have a nice day. I'm your host, Patrick. This is Forever Conscious. I'm signing out.